Oh my god, I'm nervous. So am I. I'm like a little bit, a little bit giddy. Let's bring the bops to the people. Here we go. Three pop music super fans take you through the state of pop music right now. Project Use Pop Corner. All right, this is weird. Eighteen months ago, we um kind of forgot to do another episode of a podcast that we were we doing. We just never ever did it again and kind of left it at that. Oh my god. Oh my god. Sorry, a cat just charged at me. <laughs> So welcome to uh, what was the Project U podcast. We rebranded it. I don't know why. Why did we rebrand it again? What was our? Um, that was your decision and your decision solely. And no, we all kind it of wasn't. Went along, we all went along with it. We're very into rebranding. Yeah, we like rebrands, but it is Nick, Grace and Nathan, uh, two at home, one in a studio because show's still got to go on. We've decided to come back and start playing new music once a week. I, I, that's another thing that I've decided is that it's once a I'm week. I'm down for once a week. Cool. Live on air meeting. Um, yeah. So if you used to listen to the show, buckle up. It's going to be lots of fun. Um, if you are brand new to it, basically we're three pop tragics. I'm just tragic, so it's fine. <laughs> that's correct. Nathan is going to kick us off with one of his favourite songs right wow. now. I am. Yeah, you get the first rights. It is Rina Sawayama. Great pronunciation. Um, I don't know who she is. <laughs> I see British people tweet about her quite often and have never paid any attention. Uh, but this week, um, she popped up in my New Music Friday playlist um, with a song called Bad Friend. And it's just a, a wonderful little pop song that is unlike anything else on her album. <laughs> is that in a good way or a bad way? Because it, it depends on your taste. <laughs> got some good attention to detail. First album was called Reina, and this one's called Sawayama, so, you know. <laughs> Love that. I think she's going to run out of names soon. I'm so good at crashing and making sparks and shit, but then I'm a bad, I'm a bad, I'm a bad friend, so don't ask me where I've been, been avoiding everything. Loves a stacked vocal. Cause I'm a bad, Who doesn't? I'm a bad, I'm a bad friend. So it's, it's really good. Nice. I, I feel like I haven't listened to music like this in forever. <laughs> you haven't had me around. That's true. <laughs> I literally was thinking, like, my taste is, like, literally so different from where it was a couple of years ago. And part of my thinking of, like, let's get the band back together the other day was, like, I was listening to, like, songs from, like, 2017, 2018. A lot of the, like, Swedish shit that never popped. Like, yeah. Ellen Bergman and Julie Bergen and stuff. Well, those weren't they're Norwegian, I think, but sure. <laughs> well, a- as we used to do, roll all the Scandies into one, I say. I've still been listening to my Scandinavians, but i just got to get you back on board. Yeah. Um, no, I listened to the rest of the album, and it was very rocky. There were a lot of electric uh... guitars in there that I didn't see coming, so I didn't really love anything else on it, but this is a very good song. Pop Corner. A podcast by Project U. This is a side note, but I genuinely think 2017 was the best year for pop music that we had in, like, forever, and I don't think we've hit that peak again yet. Because mm. 2017 was, like, Touch by Little Mix, Greenlight Lord, The Cure by Lady Gaga. Wow. There was a lot happening. Has everyone seen that video of Lord banging on about how she made Greenlight? 
very cute. No. It's very cute. No. There's this video of her sitting at a mixing desk pretending she knows what all the buttons do. And then it's guitar. <laughs> I saw the thumbnail and I thought, I'm not going to watch that because it's not <laughs> going to be factually correct if Jack's not there. <laughs> Sitting there with her fucking 1998 Apple Mac mouse, like clicking between the tracks. Very like, un- unless she's there with Jack Antonoff, there's not an accurate representation of how the song was yeah, made. Yeah, exactly. Um, speaking of Antonoff, I was almost going to choose um, the Dixie Chicks Gaslighter as my first song for the podcast today. Is that new You're from weirder. the Dixie Chicks? Yeah, it's new Dixie Chicks with Jack Antonoff. In fact, I might just make a sly change on the run. You know what, that's fine because I do not have the run sheet in front of me so you I could tell me it. anything's coming up next and I would have no idea. That's Jack Antonoff brilliant with one of the great country pop acts of our time. I don't think they put a song out in like 10 years or something. This came out like three months ago. It is a bob. I have this feeling that the Dixie Chicks album is going to be like one of the best albums of the year, which is a, a weird place to be, but I'm here for it. It would be a big claim considering we had the Dua Lipa album and maybe Chromatica at some point. That's a good point. Oh, God, after watching this morning, after watching um, her um, One Love World Together at Home Live or whatever the yeah, hashtag was, was um, there's no way Chromatica's coming out this year. She's in full-on full philanthropist mode again. She's yeah. in full-on, like, makeup off, serious glasses on mode, helping out the WHO. That will continue for the rest of the year. Chromatica will be a 2021 release. No, she'll get bored. She'll end up back in her wig room uh, in isolation <laughs> and she will be creating content at home. <laughs> You know what I did this morning? I was so bad, I tried to learn the Judas choreography. <laughs> wow. Give us a demonstration. No, I'm waiting till it's perfected and then I'll film it for okay. you. Okay, are you going to do a TikTok of it? I'll do a TikTok, I'm like... <laughs> It'll be real cute. <laughs> that's, that the the other thing, that's the other thing that's changed since our last podcasting adventure, TikTok. TikTok now exists. TikTok exists, well, I think it kind of existed. Now, now it makes or breaks releases. Um, it's really upsetting to see artists really, really trying to promote their songs yeah. on TikTok. That Justin Bieber album especially. I really think he was going for the TikTok market and I really think it made the album really boring. It's it's like it's filtering down in that like artists are now talking about how their label is asking them to promote things on TikTok. Like I've heard that come from um, Alec Benjamin and oh, yeah. Chaz Cardigan. It's popcorn up. <laughs> That was bad. Let me do that one again. Pop Corner, a podcast by Project U. Speaking of TikTok and it ruining music, the new Sam Smith song has a very, very heavy TikTok sponsorship in the music video. Really? Really? Yes, it does. And it's a really cool music video except for that and it just killed it for me completely. How does it bring TikTok into it? They're all just kind of doing some stuff. They're running. It's like a big gay Olympics, which I love as a concept. Um, and then they're doing that and then someone holds a phone up and it's a TikTok and they're like scrolling through and it's just... Oh, that's awful. I don't that's like really that. Weird. Very, very blatant. I don't mind product placement. I understand how it works, but it just... It's exhausting. 
So here is said song. Do we think the Olympics thing was literally meant to be like an Olympic theme to match the fact the Olympics were going to be on? Possibly. Or did they see an opportunity in the market that the Olympics aren't happening this year? So they're like, let's swoop in and take it. No, I bet it was already (laughs) organised to be synced with whoever the... um, the TV network is that shows it in the US. Of course. Yeah, right. It would have been all over that. The sink money that would have come with that would have been incredible. Because it would have been every one of those broadcast partners. Like Channel 7 would have been flopping the shit out of it. What do we think of the song, though? I, mean, I love that from Sam and Demi, you expect a song that's like... An, an absurd piano ballad that's just them trying to sing mm. over each other and instead we got um, an Ariana beat from that crew and there's hardly a real instrument to be found yes. it makes me, that's what's made me really happy about the Sam Smith stuff lately like in the last like year or two they have started making like actual bops again and it's the kind of yeah. stuff that we were excited about Exactly, when- it's kind of what we fell in love with Sam Smith for and then they kind mm-hmm. of went down a different path. Yeah. But this song, I was like, I listened to it and I was like, I don't mind it. But then what really got me was the choir bit at the end. And I was like, love, yes, I'm love sold. That. Yeah, love that for love that for Demetria. Yeah, it's the um it's the Max Martin crew minus Max. And yeah. they're doing a very good job. Um Ilya's on production and Savin co-wrote it, is that right? Yeah, so Ilya is one of my current holy trinity. It's Ilya, Oscar, and Oscar. Okay, yeah. Gorez and Halter. Max would not have allowed this chorus to exist in its <laughs> final form. There's not enough of a hook. But it's good. I like it. That's the most Ariana production I've ever heard as well. Yeah, it's probably just a leftover beat. <laughs> exactly. All right, let's move on to another one of Nathan's picks. Basically, the way that Nathan um, chose his songs for today's uh, comeback episode um, was by sending me screenshots of his current Spotify playlist and getting me to choose two. Um, Are you happy with the selections? Look, all great songs, so I don't mind. That's a good point. Um, The the reason that our podcast exists, kind of. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> it's ever had a listener. I'm tired of the city. Scream if you're with me. If I want to ride, let's ride somewhere pretty. We got me Troy. Yes. She has returned. She has returned. Um, in a very rogue and <laughs> debaucherous manner, she has returned. Mm. What did you think about that incredible episode of marketing and brain explosion on the internet that was called the Troy Savant Take Yourself Home Launch. Look, I just felt a bit for the uh, those workers at the label, but um, loved it ultimately. Essential Workers, aka Mark Holland. <laughs> what a song. I just love this part. I just... This vibe, it just really works for him. Yeah. Like, dance to this um, chilled Swedish vibe I love. With also a little bit of like a dance holly kind of thing going on here. Just yeah, 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 yeah. It, that's also Oscar. Oh, I yes. love I love him. 
Because I was going to put, I went, and I swapped it out for the Dixie Chicks, but I was going to play Wildflower by Five Sauce, which is also... That's quite a good song. It's also an Oscar Gores production moment. Um, is, it worth it is he the best producer in the world right now, Nathan? I know he's part of your holy trinity. Is he number one? Um, I think he is my current favourite, yeah. Very big. Who did I give my number one pop song of the year last year to? Was it him? I think it was. Who, Troy I or can't Oscar? Remember. Oscar. I'm pretty sure the top three was like Oscar, Oscar, Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> that is brand new Troy Saban. It's called Take Yourself Home and it's very, very good. And that end part is so wild. Oh, yeah. And I love it. Well, I just realised I'm playing it out of a radio system and they've chopped it off, <laughs> which is so offensive. He did that back in the paper cut days. <laughs> I've never heard this part of the song before. This is the last 42 seconds. Is it in the radio edit? No. Oh, that's why. This is Pop Corner, a podcast by the kids at Project U. I love... It's just so slinky and ridiculous. It reminds me of back in, like, I don't know... 2012, when we started doing dubstep breakdowns instead of bridges. Yeah, um, <laughs> till the world ends, Britney Spears kind the of greatest tea. pop song of all time. <laughs> you know what? It's probably up there. Like, I won't think lie. about it. Think about its influence. Think about who produced it and their influence. Think about the lyrics and how they have reflected our society at that time and since. <sighs> Just incredible words from you. I've missed the way you speak about pop music. It's our first loud ding of the season. <laughs> All right, what am I hearing? You're hearing a song by a band called Last Dinosaurs. They used to make music that could be described only as jangly. Uh, are the last dinosaurs crocodiles? Chickens, I believe, are closely related. Basically, they used to make like. The definition of, like, 2014 Triple J indie rock music. And then they've had a couple of, like, more pop efforts. And then they've put this out, which is the lead... The guitarist is singing on this. It's not even the lead singer singing. And it sounds nothing like anything else they've ever done. And I'm completely obsessed with it. I think it sounds amazing. It sounds like... Sounds like something from, like, 2011. But also 1999 at the same time. I know you've got a soul in it. Yeah, I hear that. I just feel like you can you can win my heart with a disco bop instantly. I think it's about time. I think we have to draw the line on the disco. I think from from here on out, it needs to finish. Really? Are you killing disco, Nathan? It just just needs to it just needs to go. I was just getting um, used to it. Look, Dua was the final straw. I just cannot take those same bass lines anymore. This is really heartbreaking to hear because I love disco and I'm happy for it to continue as a side note forever. I don't want it to be the only thing, but I'm happy for it to just do its thing and bubble along on the on the side. <laughs> All right, disco half cancelled by... Project U's Pop Corner. This is our brand new version of the Project U podcast. Don't be so nervous, Hit subscribe. Uh, review us. 
We might be a bit rusty today. I think we've been pretty good so far. Not too much rust just, on this I, end. I've never recorded from home before. I just don't know how to deal with it. It's weird, isn't it? You were such a demon on the microphone, Nathan. And now, you know, you're in your bloody Poothmobile with... So all we can see on the screen in front of us for context is... It's just a photo of Charlie Poot's Poothmobile, which is a souped-up, seems like some sort of... I believe it's a Honda Civic. Yeah. That is Pooth-branded. With Charlie Pooth all over it. We can't see I any of I love the sign in the background that just says, you just want attention. In, in quotation, quotation marks. marks. It's very important to add the quotation marks. <laughs> all right. That's Last Dinosaurs. That's very good. It's Popcorner. <laughs> that was bad. Let me do that one again. Popcorner. A podcast by Project U. Has anyone heard of Fiona Apple? Well, I have Not until ever since she had to go yesterday. and fetch her bolt cutters. <laughs> Before, two days ago, I did not know who that was. No, neither did I, to be honest. I just despise seeing like what feels like once a fortnight, someone will put out an album and everyone on Twitter will just go... Oh my god, she's got a brand new album out! So furious. And it's someone I've never heard of in my life. And this, suddenly they're just a hero. This might be like you with Rena, Nathan. Well, this one just came out of nowhere. <laughs> I didn't know who she was, what her thing is. I didn't know she'd put it, I don't know, put a release date out. If people loved her that much, I thought, I guess you'll be posting about it. But no, I haven't seen anything. No! Not a clue. So anyway, did some research. Turns out she's quite an artistic sort of what what we would refer to as baroque pop. Is Has what she, she won makes. like forty Grammys? I, I think she was quite commercially successful or critically successful in the late nineties, early noughties. Okay, well, I was an infant to a child yes, at that time. Exactly. <laughs> Someone came for me on the internet and was like, oh, you're not that fucking old, are you? It was Liam Tear came for me and said, ah, you're not that fucking young. I was like, yes, I am. I'm 30 under I'm 30. <laughs> I was wondering how long we'd go before we slip that in there. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> She's done. Um, anyway, game. So this is a game. This is the whole point of this. Oh, this, this is a game. A, yeah, we're okay. playing a game in, in regards to Fiona Apple because I was trying to find a way to, to reflect this record. And oh, what I was talking about bolt cutters. Yeah, this is the song. It's been in the background for the last two and a half minutes. It's called Fetch the Bolt Cutters. Which, you know, is so relevant to our current locked up situation. No, you just want bolt cutters. But we should stay inside. We shouldn't set ourselves free. And that's That's exactly right. Poignant. Yeah. Anyway, uh, two and a half minutes later, uh, revealing the game we're going to play in regards to Ms. Apple. Every song on this album has been named something in her house. Like something that's in the room. Like she's just looked at something and gone, Pop Plant. I'm going to call a song Pop Plant. I'll give you a couple for free. Drum set. Newspaper. Heavy balloon. She has a heavy balloon in her house? What is that? I know. I don't understand why you would. So, what I want to do is I'm going to give you... A heavy balloon is just a ball. Thank you. An object. And you've got to tell me whether it's a title on the Fiona Apple album or if it's something in the room with me right now. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. Are we both buzzing in or are we taking turns? 
I hadn't gotten that far. We're now it's three really and a half minutes out. into the game. Okay, all right. Um, but, but, buzz in. I've decided. Buzz in. You'll buzz okay. in. Yeah. Whose all dog right. was that? It wasn't mine. Was it your dog, Nathan? I don't know. I just heard a bark in the background. I wasn't paying much attention. Oh, it could be on the song. I won't lie. Because Fiona Apple seems to no. have chucked random shit into the music. Okay. Is this a song on the Fiona Apple album? Or is it something in the room with me right now? Fish tank. Grace. Yes. I'm guessing there's not a fish tank in your room where you are currently, so I'm guessing it's the name of the Fiona Apple song. It's definitely a song with the dogs in it. <laughs> is Na- it really? Nathan, do you have any guesses? Um, I'm thinking that that's a song on the album. Is this... There's a fish tank in the room. Why is there a fish tank in the room there's, with you? There's fish here. They've really? Here. Yeah, they've been here for like 12 months. Is that really part of the album? Because that's stressing me out. Yeah. I don't like that. It's been I really don't the like last that. two and a half minutes. Um, I've decided that I'm killing this game after one question because it's now gone for four and a half minutes. It's Pop Corner. What am I doing here? It's Pop Corner. Shot watch. It's been a long time since I heard the sweet tones of Silento. And it should have been longer. Okay, so this is where... We run through what's going on in the charts, obviously. It's called Chart Watch for a reason. Um, current number three record on iTunes is... It's the last post it. by the Bugler. That's um, very interesting. Well, considering Anzac Day is not for another week, Anzac Day for any no. non-Australians is a big holiday over here that looks after the returned service peoples of Australia. You know why people would be listening to it in advance why? and, like, not just on Anzac Day? It'd be all the buglers who only play it once a year going, oh, I need to sharpen <laughs> up my bugle skills, and they're like, better listen to it on Spotify so I can practice. Doing their study. It's actually- no, so what I what I think this is reflecting is the, the age group of people using iTunes still. Oh, that's a good <laughs> point, true. because it's nowhere to be seen on Spotify. So, do you reckon the age group of people using iTunes is like, where would you ballpark it as at the moment? 40 um, plus. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. I'd go, I'd go higher, I reckon. I reckon it's mm-hmm. your 50s. But no well, like, idea. my parents are 50, they both use Spotify. That's a good point. They are quite savvy, though. They are. Yeah. Very savvy. All right, number four song on Spotify at the moment is by Pow Fu and Bia Badoobie. This is a TikTok song, isn't it? It's a TikTok, it's a TikTok song. song. That's right. So basically, it's a sample of a chick named Bia Badoobie. There's a singer from Canada via the Philippines. And <laughs> it was not a brain bleed. And um, then this... This rapper called Powfu's jumped on it and done his own little sort of version of it that raps about dying. Um, and the song was originally called Deathbed, but radio's calling it Coffee for Your Head because, you know, deathbeds are a sort of a... More palatable. Yeah, deathbeds are sort of untouchable at the moment. So we can't go down there. What do we think of this song? Do we care? I don't know. I think it reminds me too much of TikTok and whipped coffee to um, make me think of anything else. Tell me it, you haven't... It just sounds... 
genetically engineered to be successful on yeah. Spotify, like that guy Jeremy Zucker. Yeah! Oh, that's a rabbit hole we need to go down at some point. He was created in a lab to be on Spotify playlists. <laughs> okay. Okay, so I, I I don't mind it, but I like Bia Badoobie a lot more than this Powfu fellow. Uh, but she's actually no, got some don't. good you songs. You just like saying it. No! She's got some good songs. And also, I was saying it wrong until the other day. I was saying Bia Badoobie, but it's Bia Badoobie. The uh is a really... Bia Badoobie. Yeah, it's a really critical part of it. Um, to be honest, when talking about it on the radio i've just been avoiding saying it yeah so. just here's this shit here's this schlock uh all right it's a tiktok song number one oh, song <laughs> yeah and it's another fucking tiktok song number one on spotify number one on the aria charts and number two on itunes because the boomers don't like this rapper man uh this is saint john and it's a remix by someone called Iman Beck, and it's called Roses. So this one is another TikTok song, but I actually don't mind it. I wouldn't ever seek it out to listen to. Yeah. But if it was playing, I'd be like, <laughs> I'm dancing. If anyone it's can't got, see that, it's got yeah, it's got merit, I suppose. What do you think, Nathan? I don't. I don't. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, <laughs> not acknowledging it's either, either you give me that beat, which is fine, with a real voice, or you give me the crazy Galantis voice with a good Galantis beat. That's I don't want them point. mixed together. Yeah! This could be a great Galantis song. What are Galantis up to? Uh, they did a, Do- a Dolly Parton collab a couple of months ago. Huh. Yeah. But I it was that one completely. It was really, like... Christian. That's the charts at the moment. Is there anything else interesting anyone on the charts at the moment? I, I liked that Blinding Lights was number one. Nice to see Max back up there. Yes, absolutely. Do you know what has surprised me immensely over the last couple of months is that I am um, an avid non-fan of The Weeknd. I think he's so boring, but I actually really mm. like his new stuff. Yeah. I, I feel like all three of us probably share that thought. Like, the sax solo in your eyes is quite good. I'm just a sucker for any song with sax in it, but (laughs) it's just those, like, 80s kind of of synth. Yeah, I occasionally have liked a song from him. I tried with the album. There was nothing else that I liked, but I'm just like, eh. Yeah, I won't be listening to an album by the weekend anytime soon. Oh, absolutely But these two singles have been great. Yeah. The, this one again just sounds like a Daft Punk song. I'm so tired of it. <laughs> I don't mind it. And at least he's doing this fun shit instead of like that really bassy R&B crap he was on. Yeah. He's doing both. In fact, most of the album is that. Oh, uh, we're tired. We're oh, tired, I, I didn't actually listen to them properly. I was going through the song credits from Spotify <laughs> and only listening to the ones that had Max. Pop Corner. A podcast by Project U. Song Resus. So, there was an interesting couple of anomalies on the playlist that Nathan <laughs> sent me um, this afternoon. Um, do you want to reveal what they were? Because I'm presuming well, you can tell amongst the Kygo and the Troy Sivan songs what the anomalies potentially were. Well, I went down a rabbit hole about a week and a half ago at, like, midnight on Spotify, adding songs that I liked that were from, like, Pre two thousand and eight, 
because that's basically where my Spotify liked songs start. Um, so I went back and found a whole bunch of stuff that I liked from before then, and ever since, I have not been able to stop listening to Ronan Keating's Lovin' Each Day. Come on, yeah. It is a timeless classic. It is a masterpiece. Um, children were singing it at weddings, at funerals. <laughs> it is a song that has meaning. <laughs> I mean, like, Ollie Murs could put this out tomorrow. <laughs> of all the and artists! And it would be a top 10 hit in the UK. That's what I need from music right now. Yeah. I'm with you. <laughs> also keeping in mind, Nathan, you and I had the true treat of seeing this song performed live. I know. A and I barely remember. Ago. Same, but mine's probably for different reasons. Where did you see this live? Firefight. Ah. The great concert. The great charity concert before all the other charity The concerts. great marathon of concerts. Wow. I did not know Ronan Keating performed at Firefight. Yeah, just as the yeah, sun I, was setting. I hardly remember it. He, I think he probably did three songs. I don't know. I think he had a good outfit on. That's all I remember. There was so, <laughs> so much to take in that day. That was such an eventful day. And Nathan and I were going to catch up and have some sort of gay mafia meeting. And it turned out we were just way too far away from each other to warrant it. That's yeah, you wanting, you wanting people to meet up in an enormous stadium know, really hurt my head. I'd forgotten how big it was. It was a very big stadium and it was sold out. <laughs> remember remember gigs? That's my favourite thing. Crowds. That's my favourite thing people say now. <laughs> remember, remember concerts? I love that the last one I will have gone to was the largest one possible. <laughs> The last concert I went to, and I think it's the same for you, Nick, was Mika, and it was the best night of my life. I wholeheartedly agree, although it Ugh. wasn't my last concert. I went and saw oh. Love Me Do do a set with the band called Beretta, which was a great gig, but I'd like to have ended gigs as we know it with Mika. <laughs> yeah. Um, excellent song, Recess, from you, Nathan. I like this a lot. And, and don't also, don't forget that life is a roller coaster and you've just got to ride it. Thank you for that. <laughs> also, I will put it out there um, for anyone that wants to go down the rabbit hole Nathan was talking about. This song is co-written by the very talented guy whose name escapes me and Nathan, you might be able to help, from The New Radicals. What? That guy co-wrote Love in Each Day, which makes sense because they sound somewhat they similar. They sound the same. Yeah. I can't remember his name. Um, That's so interesting. Ronan Keaton, Love in Each Day. Oh, wow. They appear to have just written it. Ronan does not have a writing credit on either of those wonderful songs. I love songs. this for him. Greg Alexander with two Gs. That's who he is. Where are the two Gs? Is it double G, oh R, E, G or... G-R-E-double-G. What do you reckon? <laughs> Double G to start. I had no idea Ronan was one of those people who didn't write any of their hit songs. Isn't it shocking when you find out? If Tomorrow Never Comes, he didn't write that, but Steve Mack That's produced it. Wow, good for him. Did he? Steve Mack's been around for longer than we think. 
It's something I yes. always discover. And then I bet when Ronan started writing his own music, that's when it went down the shitter. <laughs> when he started putting pen to paper and releasing, like, earnest semi-ballads. That's when it all went really well, bad. They are very popular to this day with the, the kind of woman who loves Michael Bublé and Manu. <laughs> okay, that's something from Firefight that's worth um, digging into, is Michael Bublé's um, live performance via that video links from Melbourne. It was so bizarre. He acknowledged that it was beaming live into a stadium of 80,000 people once for about five seconds at the start and then he did three songs not looking at the camera once and then it just faded into a graphic you know what michael buble was ahead of his time he knew this was coming (laughs) he knew you'd have to be performing via zoom invented isolate what is this this is just some bed music gang i reckon that was a good first effort back 18 Mm -hmm. months off the tools and obviously there'll be some rust to um what do you what do you do with rust? D-rust? Scrape off. Scrape off, yeah. Scrape off. No, I don't know. <laughs> that just makes it break. Just makes it break. Um, so we'll continue to scrape off that rust, but glad to be back in your ears. Hit subscribe. We're going to bring brand new music to you once a week. Um, now that these fools have worked out that it's really easy to do it from home and they don't have to oh, travel. so easy. It was seamless. <laughs> hey, what's we it got going? We 21 minutes trying to <laughs> add everyone to a Zoom call. Shout out to, our, shout out to Diana for the Zoom assistance. Technical support yes. was really appreciated. Love it. Um, hit subscribe. We're now called Project U's Pop Corner. You can tweet us at projectu.tv. Um, we will be back next week with more bops. Send in the songs you want us to talk about. Give us suggestions for shit to just dissect. We're just going to throw shit at the wall and see what sticks with this. Not literally, because that would be unhygienic in this current climate. It's Pop Corner. (laughs) That was bad. Let me do that one again. Pop Corner, a podcast by Project U.